0: The massive party that everyone's invited to celebrating the end of the week. It's home time with Bush and Richie here on Absolute Radio. We
1: need to be up front uh, straight away, not just with you, the audience, but uh, with you, Bush, the uh, uh, fellow and only other fellow member of the uh, Big Coke Protocol Committee, obviously yesterday. I'm the other
0: one who has the key. You are indeed. The yeah. two of
1: us having to turn at the same time to activate uh, the Big Coke Protocol yesterday. Once again, we refused to, despite uh, uh, a loud minority of people asking for it to be... Invoked. We did
0: have to call a Cobra meeting we did have to make a statement because so many people were asking about whether they could put their big coats on or not and we said no. I acknowledge today it's breezy. It is breezy. Uh-huh. I don't
1: think it's cold though necessarily. So what I have done is I've taken out of my waterproof winter jacket, yes. I've taken out, I've unzipped the inner fleece <laughs> and I just <laughs> wanted to make sure that I've done something that's okay today because this is not a big coat.
0: It's an interesting look. Passing it across to you. You look look like you work at Booker's Cash and Carry. (laughs) (laughs) Dog food, second aisle on the left, love. All right. Either that or I'm working in a hand car (laughs) wash. That's not a big jacket, is it? It's warm, though. It's quite warm. What I would say is this is dangerously warm. But it's not the big coat. It's not the big coat. No-one would say that's the big coat in a million years. But I'm worried that this will set a bad precedent. You're the Dominic Cummings of the big coat (laughs) protocol. People might start taking, like, you know, cutting bits off of coats to say, well, if it's not the full coat, like, it was right for Richie, why is it not all right for me? Do you know what I mean? So if I came in on Monday wearing a hoodie, for example? I just think it's a slippery slope. Stay in shorts and a T-shirt until the bitter end. Noted. Uh, So we've had a bit of a situation at home just before I left the house. Uh, Katie, my other half, has smashed a mirror. That's more than a bit of a
1: situation. That's a really bad one. It's a
0: bad one. It's a little kind of little mirror that was on one of the tables where you can do your makeup. Or I, I tend to fashion my hair.
1: A vanity mirror.
0: A vanity mirror before I leave the house, and bangs! Absolutely smashed to pieces. And when mirrors go, they properly go, don't they? Yeah. They don't just crack a bit. They go everywhere. Um, and I'm obviously a fairly superstitious person. Kind of sense that might be not good in terms of luck. What are, are we looking at here?
1: It's seven years' bad luck, isn't is it? Mean, it, it? Is that what it is? It doesn't matter what the size of it is. It's seven years' bad luck. Oh,
0: my Lord. That is really bad. So, I, we're just thinking, right, because I, I am a bit superstitious. I'll say good morning, Captain, and stuff to um, magpies and everything. Yeah. I believe the rhyme and one for sorrow, two for joy, etc. Is there anything in the world of good luck that I can do to counterbalance the... The, the curse that appears to have uh, popped up this morning in the house. Zoe Webster on Twitter a bit earlier on suggests break a match. Apparently breaking a match is good luck. Is that well, good luck? As in sort of like striking one or just breaking a match in half? Breaking a match in half. There's no explanation I whatsoever. I can't understand
1: the logic because if you break a match in half, it can't be lit and then
0: a fire can't be started. That's a good point. So it's stopping a fire. But there's that other weird bit about, um, you know, when you strike a match and then someone has a, what, the first light of a cigarette off it, the yeah. second one's supposed to be really bad luck because of the in the trenches. Ah, First light of the match, the first glow of the cigarette, the German sniper would take aim. The second one, they'd shoot. That's why you'd never take a second light off a match. So a I deep. might leave the whole matches thing to one side, Zoe Webster. Thanks very much. Do you strike the match and throw it over your shoulder? There's something to do with throwing something over your shoulder for good luck, I'm sure. I think striking the match and throwing it over your shoulder could end quite badly. <laughs>
1: okay, fair enough.
0: Don't do that at home, kids. If you've got a cagoule, definitely don't do that. I found an article, 14 Lucky Charms... Oh, really? Oh, brilliant. This is going right, to be great. So double these. your
1: seven years. It's your 14 lucky charms. Right, I'll
0: sit on eBay and get these. Thanks the notes. Uh, lucky four-leaf clover. OK, might be hard to get, but I'll try. Lucky horseshoe. Fair enough. Lucky dice. Oh, yeah, cool. I got loads of those. Board game fan. Uh, ladybugs. A bit harder to get hold of. Uh, lucky number seven. Fair enough. I, that's my favourite number. <laughs> uh, lucky number eight. That's just, they're the clutch and the straws. Lucky rabbit foot. Someone suggested that lucky animal charm
1: what is that that's see the previous one rabbit foot (laughs) rainbow good luck charm really lucky coin charm really lucky bamboo charm Mm -hmm. dream catchers
0: oh i love those
1: evil eyes to ward off bad luck don't know what that is you do it's kind of like a blue looks like a blue eye with a black pupil a blue what i think they're turkish
0: i've seen them is that what that is an evil eye and an acorn I wasn't expecting. That's to get rid of spiders, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try them. Thanks. Look, fourteen options. Good luck to you. Great to have you company on this Friday afternoon. It's home time with Bush and Ritchie. Uh Once the show
1: finishes tonight, I'm heading off home to go round uh, one of my neighbours to have. Oh, they're in, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Not borrowing any more stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, for some socially distanced drinks around his fire pit. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to say these, these are the boys I play football with on uh, on Monday nights. Yeah. So uh, we, we 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 get on and know each other well. But um,
0: you've been you've been uh, ushered into the inner sanctum. You must have made a hell of an impression in that first game because you, you're mate, you're going around his house now for the fire pit. I've told you I'm pretty decent, all right? Midfield Dynamo. That's good. Um, but the thing is, I wasn't a scout, all right. So.
1: Gathered round a fire pit for an evening. It's not necessarily my kind of home turf. The last time I sat round a fire pit was with you, but we were burning all those uh, signs that people
0: Whoa. had uh, wanted to get rid of. Live, love, laugh, up in flames. It was great.
1: So the thing that I feel I'm missing out on, I don't know any fire pit songs.
0: Oh, right, so you want to, like, sit there with a, with a Budweiser and get some some kind of round round the uh, fire pit singing well, is this,
1: going? Is that not what is done? What do we do if we sit around a fire pit?
0: Well, I would, t- I would just caution you. I think singing, like just off the out the blue, can seem like maybe the beer's gone to your head a little bit quickly. <laughs> 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 all right, okay, so. Well, I wish upon a star. Everyone's like, "What's he doing?" Well, I, obviously, I
1: choose carefully with the songs. So I'm not going to break out into some Dion <laughs> Warwick, all right? Uh, so maybe a, a, you know a few bottles in.
0: Yeah. What do I strike up? The only thing I can remember because I was I was a Cub Scout and what was it, Cubs and Scouts? Yeah, but why do they call it a Cub Scout? Because that's your younger ones. Oh, is that right? Is that what yeah. it is? Anyway, I remember doing, um, Gingang Goolie. <laughs> right, okay. don't know that <laughs> one. Gingang, Gingang Goolie, Goolie. Yeah, I can't, actually, the more you think about Gingang Goolie, it's not, it's
1: Gingang Goolie lyrics. Here we go. Gingang
0: Goolie, 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 What's It? <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to check the lyrics before you sing it in front of them.
1: Yeah. Uh, Alright, here we go. Uh, Gingang Goolie is a song that is linked with the Scout movement. But yes. It's been covered by the Tremolos. it says. Really?
0: What? <laughs> <It was. laughs> Maybe I've done the Google search wrong. Absolute Radio 60s, here we come. <laughs>
1: Uh, for those of you that have been getting in touch with uh, Campfire Songs, uh, thank you very much ahead of my uh, trip round uh, my, my neighbours tonight. Who
0: are the, Who are these people? This is the other thing we don't know who they are. Like probably should have given you a bit of a, uh, Yeah,
1: a bit of a demographic breakdown, maybe. Phil is, um, you know, he's he's a hard scot. He's okay. a
0: hard scot, but he's a good lad. All right, so he sat opposite you, just giving you your daggers with his eyes. Like that's how he talks. Hello, Richie. Yeah, sit yourself down there, pal. That's is, it. He, is he like Begbie off a Train spot? <laughs> Will he finish his drink right over his shoulder and go down for a fight? I'll find out later. Brilliant. Uh, so that's Phil, and then there's Ben,
1: uh, who works in the city, and he's he's got a uh, he's got a beard like a fisherman.
0: Well, like a nicely quaffered, kind of, or quite big beard. Quite a big ginger beard. Oh, really? Big ginger beard. It, yeah. Okay. It sounds like you're you're drinking with two kind of Vikings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, what you got for me, song-wise? You come back with nothing so far.
0: So, I mean, uh, in conjunction with producer Nick, who, of course, as you learned the other day, was born in 1995. <laughs> It'll
1: be good for the Cubs, sco- uh, sc- Cub songs, then, yeah.
0: Well, this is it. He's come up with. We've, in conjunction, we've come up with "Come By Ya." It's give a bit of a hymn.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. Come
0: By Ya, my lord. Um, yeah. We are sailing by Rod Stewart. <laughs>
1: right, okay. that will yeah. be good. We well, Scottish, so Phil might like that.
0: He'll like that. He'll be swinging his like uh, whiskey tin in the air yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Ten green bottles. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, 10 green bottles. Oh, it's hanging on. It'll well, get a bit repetitive.
0: Start at 100 and just see how long can keep it going for. Uh, and then finally, maybe like the rap from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, just to <laughs> see how things go, whatever.
1: I've got a feeling that uh, come 9.30, uh, my wife's going to be coming to get me. <laughs> yeah. Can you come and pick Richie up, please? He's doing a red too. Uh, thank you to all of you who got in touch uh, yesterday with the merchandising ideas uh, on the news that Abos uh, has found a very limited budget uh, mm. for new home-time merchandise. I want to make sure that uh, we use this and don't abuse it. Um, obviously, a lot of ideas still coming in from those of you after the show uh, who were listening but couldn't get in touch or listening on the podcast. John Wilds uh, says, Bush, Richie, you should have some bobbleheads. I would definitely rock those on the dashboard of my lorry. I
0: quite like that. I like the idea of that little pl- Plastic me and a little plastic you, yeah. just got kind of heads bobbling away as you're driving around the M25. Uh, Elaine Woods, uh, no I Elaine Woods. Uh, She's
1: <laughs> how about fridge magnets? Uh, you could have some limited editions, his and
0: hers. Oh, that's that's good. Again, fridge magnets. We you always end up using that horrible thing. Someone's brought you back from Falaraki exactly. to stick stuff to the fridge. What about our faces instead? And this is not a Falaraki kind of show, is it? No. <laughs> Watch this space. Something's coming your way. Sorry, I feel really. Well, no, I felt bad. This in Falaraki then. There's nothing, more... there's nothing wrong with Falaraki. N- I've been to Falaraki. It's the people that go there. Is that what it is? <laughs> Which is you. <laughs> it is me. So, um, I feel a bit tired today because uh, we were kept awake for about an hour or so in the night, not only just by our two-year-old daughter, who's been a monkey at the moment, but also the police helicopter was out.
1: Oh, there's nothing more annoying slash exciting at the same time than a police helicopter. It's
0: weird, isn't it? Because you want to know what's going on. Yeah. Is there a way of finding out what they're looking for? Well, I'm, I'm sure Katie used to follow the... There's, they've got like, like their own Twitter handle and they give you updates. Is that a thing? Uh, th- uh, various police
1: forces do have uh, a, twittle ha- a Twitter a twittle handle. Twitter handle. A Twitter handle yeah. for their, uh, their helicoptering uh, service. Uh, but generally, the dumb thing to do is what I do. <laughs> and that is get up. Keep the lights off, open the curtains and look outside. Have a little look. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yeah.
0: see if they can see you. But they've got... Um, they were obviously looking for something specific because they had the big floodlight. You know, they yeah. got this amazing high-powered beam torch thing they were like looking in a load of gardens, not that far off from us. And as I stood there looking out the window, I was thinking, do you know what? This could solve a problem that we've raised on the Home Time Show not that long ago, and both you and I have had this situation. Foxes in the back garden mucking around, nicking shoes. Police helicopter, bright beam torch... The two could work together. To
1: clarify, are you suggesting that the fox that has been nicking shoes from your back garden is actually what the cops
0: were out looking for last night? Well, no, that would be interesting. Imagine that. (laughs) That's a lot of resources. (laughs) But all I'm saying is, obviously, there's a lot of, like, useless time when they're up there looking for car robbers or whatever, right? Why not, whilst they're up there, give everyone's gardener once over with a torch just to flush all the foxes out? (laughs) Police, would you be up for that? That'd be so good. (laughs) Uh, just a quick thing as we head into the weekend. Uh, this is for dog owners. I don't own a dog. Richie, you don't own a dog. But we, we both would love to have a dog Oh, we point. aspire. We're aspiring
1: dog aspiring owners.
0: Aspiring dog owners. Do your dogs, folks, dog owners, ever do stuff that makes you think maybe there's a ghost in the house? <laughs> Explain. Because we've had two visitors over the past two months where... Both, those, both the visitors have had dogs, yeah. and the dogs, when we've been sat around having a coffee in the lounge, have sat in the middle of the lounge and stared at our wall. Really? Nothing on that wall at all. It's just a bare wall above the fire, and both dogs have sat there, absolutely arrow laser-like eyes staring at the top of the wall. What's going on there? Wow. Two possibilities here, then. As you say, they're yep. either dogs that are gifted with sensing spirits... What would a spirit be doing halfway up the wall, though? Exactly. It's ghosts normally walk around on the floor.
1: Or they are dogs that are also gifted with uh, home decor thoughts, and they're looking and thinking: If I lived here, what would I do with that wall? Because they've done absolutely nothing with it.
0: They'd probably put that through and maybe put some shelving down there. Because at the most, we've got no storage.
1: Yeah, or I'd have a nice, nice landscape uh, sort of, you know, picture, a nice
0: constable or something. All right. So they're basically they're either there's either, your your scenario here is that there's either a ghost or we've got terrible decor. Correct. Thanks very much. <laughs> This is home time on a Friday night. We've had uh, fun and games up until this point, but it's time for Richie and I to be deadly serious because we're about to make a phone call that could change someone's life. Uh, Up for grabs, £125,000, but only one person's going to win it.
2: Absolute Radio win, win, win. £125,000.
1: Two weeks of your texts, and it's a very laborious process. Every time a text comes in, we have to pick up our Nokia and write down, like, your your number and all this kind of thing. We've got books
0: of different (laughs) phone numbers here.
1: Reams and reams and reams, but we're flicking through. Stop! And we have a number. So let's go. £125,000.
0: It's amazing. This person right now has no idea what's about to happen to them. Hello. Hello, it's Bush and Richie here from Hometime on Absolute Radio. Who's this? This is Emma. Emma, where are you right now in the United Kingdom?
2: I, I live in Emsworth, here All
0: right, and how are things going today for you? Having a good Friday overall?
2: Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. We just got in from work, so yeah.
0: What do you do, Emma?
2: I'm a teaching assistant.
0: Oh, what age?
2: Um, primary. Primary, special needs.
0: OK, and do you sometimes come out with a with a cracking headache because it's noisy and, you know, and kids can be a pain and stuff like that?
2: It's when I come back home to my own kids.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you <get there> <laughs> uh, how many in your household, Emma?
2: This four.
0: Wow. wow. So, do you, have you find this, the past six months and you know, all this madness that we've been going through this year, has it affected your family?
2: Yeah, yeah. For the kids, yeah. It does get a bit rough for them, yeah.
0: Okay, and obviously you're a teacher, so you're on the front line with all this stuff. How has it been in terms of going back? Is there loads of weird stuff like hand sanitizer and kids sitting on separate tables and everything?
2: You do, yeah, yeah. You've got to just really sanitize everything and just try and keep the kids so and keep normality going. Well, Emma, it sounds
1: to us like you need uh, a little bit of a break and uh, as it so happens on this Friday evening, a break has come your way because we have news for you and it is news in the form of £125,000 that you've won!
2: Oh, my God! Oh,
0: my God! Oh, my God! We are deadly serious. You have just won £125,000, a huge amount of cash. Tell us about your husband. What's his name and what does he do?
2: He's Michael and he's a refuse collector. He drives the, the lorries and then obviously, like I said, these the two kids and, oh, my God!
0: Well, when he hears oh this news, gonna be the quickest bin round you've ever seen in your entire life. they <laughs> are
2: literally chucking
0: <laughs> it
2: in. Tuck it in. <laughs> he always tells me not to go in for things like this. they like, you've got to be in it to win it.
0: Oh, God bless you. So what are you going to spend the money on? It's, obviously now it's, it's a huge shock and your oh. life has changed, but any, any initial thoughts about what you might use the money for?
2: Do you know, I've been sat talking to him and I, I, honestly I kept saying I want to pay the mortgage off and just not have to worry about paying that monthly installment every month. I just want to be mortgage free. Oh my God, and we're having so much done to the house as well.
1: Emma, it's going to take a while for this to sink in. Um, so you're going to have to take some time for that to happen. But we are so chuffed for you. One final question. All right. Yeah. So you're going to pay the mortgage off and all that kind of thing. Please do something decadent tonight. What are you going to do tonight?
2: Oh, my God. I am going to have a drink and just absolutely party with my kids and my husband. Oh, my God. <laughs> amazing. Oh, my God.
0: Emma, uh, we love you. Have an amazing weekend. It's going to be great. <laughs> Hey guys, you ready for this? One, two, three, four. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and. Ritchie's- Ritchie's podcast. It is now over. Let me hear you say the Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Bush and Richie's podcast. It is now over. Done. It's over. It's done.